The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Just when you thought that you could get things straight, get back on the winning path, because the Giants only have two wins coming coming to FedEx Field for a home game. Big surprise, the Giants beat the uh, Commanders, and it is the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. And, of course, we've got our Giants correspondent, Rodney Henderson, on the show with us today to talk all things burgundy and gold and this loss to uh, the Giants. Um, Kevin, I would ask you how you're doing, but we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> Rodney, how are you doing, man? I am doing wonderful, man. I'm looking for some brooms around here. I can't find them. <laughs> I think they all went to New York. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants sweep Horrible. the season series uh, against the Commanders. Um, and I'll be honest with you, Kevin, I'm 100% shocked. I was talking to both of you guys before the game. I was just saying to myself this week, how interesting this show would be and some other commanders work that I do if they were to lose. But I said to myself, there's no way in the world they're losing to the giants. There's no way in the world they're losing to Tommy DeVito or Danny DeVito or any other vetoes. And it's like, there's just, there's no way this is happening. And then as I'm watching the game, there it is. It's actually happening. Have, if you guys been on Instagram lately, um, there's this British sing- singer named, I think her name is Celia or something like that. And she's got some old school song where she says, surprise, surprise. And that's what this game was. I'm watching it and it's just like, surprise, surprise. Here you go. And usually we have notes and things that we know we want to say or want to mention. But like Kevin, we said this maybe the last four or five years. You could just replay episodes of the Federal (laughs) Football Report and it would still be relevant from years ago. I mean, look, Federal News uh, Network moved further down Wisconsin Avenue. We were on Idaho and Wisconsin, uh, you know, years back and now we're further down Wisconsin. You could play shows from back in the old studio when we used to be in studio together doing the show before, you know, technology and other things made it possible to, you know, do it from the comfort of our own palatial palaces. But now we've got, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And and it's like the same, it's the same story. And and again, oh, we'll get to all this stuff, but it's like, you know, I'm talking to people and they're like, well, Sam Howell is going to be close to breaking single single season records. Like, so what? They're losing. <laughs> like, when do we care about numbers and, and all this stuff? And why, again, like Scott Jackson said so eloquently on the post-game show two weeks in a row, why do people feel so much pressure to make a decision on Sam Howell? Like, this is essentially his first year. You've got two years before you got to decide to pay him any kind of money. Like, he's like, stop talking about him and talk about other things. Kevin, here's the here's the issue. Clyde is coming over for Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and now, because Clyde is a seasoned Cowboys fan, he actually believes that the Cowboys are going to lose this game. He doesn't think that they're going to win. He told me. He was actually thinking about not even... Uh, coming but leaving before the game or at least leaving after the first quarter because he doesn't want to be around some of the other uh, Commanders fans who will be there um, during uh, Thanksgiving. But this loss to the Giants has me at a loss for words. Kevin, are you at a loss for words with this? 
Oh, of course not, because I listened to this podcast last week. I, I listened to it because I'm on it. Um, and, <laughs> and and I said, well, this being like one of the, got to be one of the top two podcasts in the area. And uh-huh. I remember I one, of the, one of the two of us saying, I told you, man, turn off Rodney's mic. I, uh, one, <laughs> one of the two of us saying that this defense should be called the vaccine, because if your offense is sick, this defense will cure you. <laughs> right. <laughs> this defense will, will will cure you. And 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 I remember one one of the hosts saying last week that there was another undrafted free agent that this team encountered once upon a time that ended up being pretty well. And there's rumors of him being Hall of Fame caliber, he never won the championship. And you know, truth be told, you know, he did have his moments. But a Tony Romo, so mm-hmm. this mentality that you got to have a a, a a a number one draft pick, six eight quarterback with golden hair and and a, you know a golden arm and, and things like that. That notion that's for people who don't understand the game, right? And right. the fact is, if you understand the game, you can play. Like we said, or one of the, man, that, that was a good show I was listening to last week because one of the last guys week, said, last week's show was really good. Last week's yeah. show was really. good. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the guys said on the show last week that this dude was an NFL caliber quarterback. Who cares that he's living with his mother and, and his mother does his laundry? He's playing in the <laughs> NFL. He's one of 64 dudes in the world who has that job, right? You know, and the fact that they would overlook them, the fact that they would have the audacity to think that they're better <laughs> than somebody and overlook somebody is just is just ridiculous. Okay, all right. I'm out of breath. I guess it's okay to turn Rodney's mic now. We right, got so we're gonna, we're gonna I, turn I knew our, it was coming. I knew it was gonna coming. turn on Rodney's mic. Rodney, how did after <laughs> Coming off, coming off of that brutal Cowboys loss. Oh, and Clyde wanted me to send you a message saying, uh, saying, uh, don't whip out the brooms too fast because Dallas got those brooms on the Giants. He wanted me to send that message to you. Um, however, however, how were you feeling coming off of this, this, this Cowboys loss? Devito's your quarterback going into Washington to play the Commanders. What before the game in this week? What was your confidence level like? And then. What was your game viewing experience like? And then after the game, like I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, normally, I don't. You know, I want to be competitive and see my team flourish and compete and win. At this point, I'm trying to hurry up and get the season over with. <laughs> it was like I, I came in like, uh, okay, after the Cowboys, 89 to 17 in two games. I'm like this is ridiculous, um, and coming towards the Commanders game, it's like, okay, we win. I don't know. I don't know. But we giving up, what, nine sacks? Uh, I wasn't, you know, sure, but, you know, we had some turnovers too, but I wasn't confident in, in winning this game, but I was trying to, not saying I'm tanking the mode, but I'm looking towards <laughs> the, the future. So maybe we could get another prospect, like a, a Marvin Harrison Jr. or something like that. Somebody to make some plays, but uh, it's it's so difficult watching it now. It is. I'm I'm I moved on to the NBA season, but you know I can't do that well, because well, I, I turn you, to the, who, who's Wizards. your NBA team? Is it the, the Wizards? Wizards. Oh. I love I love the Wizards. I Me love the too. Wizards. It's so yeah. hard. It's so it's hard. so difficult. It's so difficult. Yeah. Well, at least and, with the Wizards, they told you, hey, look, with the new management, they told you, hey, look, uh, we're gonna. There's a way to do this in the NBA, 
and we're going to do it. We're going to have to rebuild this team from the ground up, you know, so they asked the fans to be patient. They told us that in the off season. They told us <laughs> to be ready. There's no comparison between that and what's happening with the commanders because they told us when they came in, they had a, they had a five-year plan. And we're, we're, we're looking at the tail end of, of year four and the thing's exactly the same as it's been for the past three years. That means they got us right where they want us. Because right, right, it's a five-year look, plan. You see, you're not waiting long enough, Kevin. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, I mean, you know, Roddy had mentioned this. When you look at this game, you know, nine sacks in a game, that's a lot. And But now, how do you lose a game and get nine sacks? You do six turnovers. Right. It, it, it was... It, it was you. I couldn't. It was. It got to a point where I, I I could believe what I was watching, but then I. I it's like I'm watching a a game in you know fairy tale land because I'm. I expected there were times where the where the commanders did exactly what I expected them to do. Where um I saw some dominance on that defensive line on that front. Expected that, and then I'm watching, and then there are times when I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Some of these turnovers, but. You know, maybe Kevin, the confusion is, is that there's a thought that the team is better than actually than what they are. Right. Maybe maybe they are exactly what we see every single Sunday because it seems like like we're confused as to why they would lose this game or why they would lose that game or why or what happened in Seattle. Here's what happened: they're not good enough to win those games, and maybe 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 the problem's not Del Rio, maybe the problem's not Coach Rivera, and I like Coach Rivera. Um, and, and, and maybe the problem's not, you know, the schemes and stuff. Maybe the problem is our perception. Maybe we just think <laughs> that they should be winning these games when in reality, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. No. Well, I like to think I'm a realist and not an idealist. And my problem is that I, I think it's the cook. I don't think it's the ingredients. I, I by the I, way, I agree think... 100%. I'm looking at this roster and it's super talented. <laughs> There's no reason in the world that they can't be competitive against everybody now now granted when they go up against an aj brown or hopefully not a cd lamb or uh uh gosh what's the kid's name in, in seattle the one that drinks the nestle's quick um oh yeah, uh, DK uh, Metcalf. yeah metcalf right you know uh yeah it's gonna be challenging because those are uh, uh physical specimens right we don't have we have maybe maybe saint juicy can hang up against you know hang against one of those boys but but for the most part, like I've always said, the talent in the league is pretty much equal all the way across. It's just a matter of how you utilize it. And, you know, it, it, it would be easier to argue this point if I didn't have the evidence. But since I have so much evidence, I don't even have to argue. I just stated it again. It's too easy for a team to prepare against a Jack Del Rio defense. Case in point, you get a undrafted free agent, third-string quarterback who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's living at home with his mom, and, the, and mm-hmm. the kid all of a sudden looks like a Hall of Fame candidate. <laughs> you know? he, if I'm Dorito, I retire right now. <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, you know, because you know they're paying Daniel Jones. They're gonna bring him back. He's, there's no future in it for you. But you know what? He, he maybe he takes maybe he takes a page from the Heineke playbook and say, you know what? If I just do my best, I'll get a job down the road. You know, all I gotta do. But Heineke was beyond that. He was beyond doing his best. Heineke believed that he could win, and that translated to the rest of the team, even the defense. But this team has nothing. This team has nothing. They got, they got, um, they got a bunch of fans saying, "Oh gosh, we got Sam, we got Sam." But what does that, what does that bring you? You know, it's like, 
You what know, does that actually mean? We it's have like when you're in a fight, you're in a championship fight, and you get knocked out. But when you come to, you say, well, I hit him a couple of good times, too. <laughs> you know, what does right. it mean? Right. It means nothing. It, it means nothing. I think I think they're very capable of being very competitive. There's no reason they couldn't have beaten the Eagles in, in one, if not both of those games. It was a situational thing at the end. They yep. should have beaten. They shouldn't have gone to overtime with the Broncos. It was that defense who let of uh, 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 a now rejuvenated Russell Wilson throw a Hail Mary pass because they didn't know how to defend the Hail Mary. You know, that is the case. You know, they, they let, look at, they let the Chicago Bears, who I don't think have won a game since. They let them come in our hometown. I don't think won since, right? Yeah. Right. And embarrassed us. Embarrassed us, right? You know, that's preparation. That's all preparation, man. But okay. you, you, you would think Jack Del Rigo, a former player, and he was an okay linebacker with the with the big neck roll in Minnesota. He played in Minnesota, right? No, he and played he, think, he played a uh, a uh, little further oh, south. Um, he was one of I think Clyde Jenkins' uh, uh, heroes at the time. Isn't that okay. right? Uh, uh, Claude didn't didn't he play uh, for the Cowboys? Oh, like Rivera! No, I, I believe didn't I believe Rivera played for the no, Bears? Rivera played for the Bears. I thought he was talking about uh, Del Rio. Del Rio, Del Rio. Oh, Del, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Del Rio, Del Rio. Did spend time in my in, in Minnesota, and he did play for Dallas. Yeah, yeah, he played okay. for Dallas, 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 Dallas. Let's give me another reason not to like him. Dallas, Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> well, you, you would think you would think he would change on and understanding the game, and and he wasn't an athletic player so he was cerebral right so I, I would think you know he would make adjustments <laughs> you know. Allegedly. Oh, oh, i'm sorry that's <laughs> well jack jack del rio's playing history from 85 to 86 he's with the saints 87 to 88 with the chiefs 89 to 91 dallas 92 to 95 minnesota 96 with the Dolphins on the practice squad at that time. So he's a journeyman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. He was, um, and he was the head coach of the Raiders for a while. For a while, yeah. To, to, the, yeah. to the Raiders said, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. You, you, you would think he would try to make adjustments, though, on the fly, even halftime, because you know you got three types of coaches. The game plan, uh, make adjustments at halftime, and they can make adjustments on the fly. So I don't know, man. I, I it's hard. It was hard to watch that game because uh, Devito was reminding me of Sam Howell, how he was holding on the ball. I was like, "Let go of the ball," <laughs> and the next thing you know, it was another sack. So I was yeah, like, "Man, yeah. it was, it was hot. It was a tough game to watch." It was like, "Man, do they do they want to win? Do they want?" I've play? never seen two quarterbacks in one game more comfortable with taking sacks on third down than even these two quarterbacks. Because <laughs> it's like they didn't even get up. Upset, like they were just fine. Like, well, that's got sacked. I guess we're gonna punch right. the ball. Like, I mean, it's like right. they didn't care, it, it, it and was... we know they care. I mean, we're laughing. We do a radio show. You know, we just give our analysis. Of course, they care. They didn't mm-hmm. want to get those sacks, but it just seemed like it seemed like like that option was fine for like. It didn't, I didn't see any urgency to get the ball out their hands on like third and like third and, <laughs> and like third and long or even third and medium. Like they just didn't seem as if. Let me hurry up and get this ball out of my hands. It was like, oh, I'll take the sack. It's fine. It's okay. Well, well you know, one thing I, I noticed about uh, DeVito, and, and and I agree with you, the, I agree with both of you, that he was in no hurry to get the ball out of his hands, but it was almost to me as if he was saying, well, you know what, getting sacked ain't that bad. I can live with this. <laughs> right, live with yes. This. And he would take the sack as opposed to uh, waiting and then waiting for his shots. And it was a it was a feast of famine thing with this kid, right? He said, 
Either I'm, either I'm going to make a big play or I'm going to take a sack. Right. And I guess he just doesn't have the experience that somebody, if, if they won't tell him, look, you, you know, you don't have to take the sack. You could actually throw the ball away. And he's right. Like, you don't have to get hit. Why don't you well, throw the ball? Once he finds that out, <laughs> it'll be dangerous. It'll be dangerous, man. But, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Not surprised in the least, man. Huh. Yeah. You would think they want to get get out of quick plays and make quick slants, or you know, get the ball out quick because you're not you don't have that much time with either offensive line, and it seemed like Davida said, "Okay, well, I, if I if I hold on the ball, it's gonna be a touchdown. Uh, let it go because they're gonna have the same defense, or I could just take this guy sack." And wait for the next play. Yeah, so. wait for the next play because it'll be a defense I know, and I can throw a touchdown. That's right, exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it seems like. Like if it's not if the play's not there, I'll just take the sack and then take we'll the sack. What's up the next play? Oh, and it is what oh, it is. Oh, it is what it is. And this is the Federal Football Report. We've got a lot to do. We've got movie reviews from Kevin. Uh, I think we got movie reviews from Kevin. We've got to talk uh, Thanksgiving. We got to talk food. We got to talk Cowboys uh, and, and Commanders. We got to talk Giants. Uh, Rodney, who's the next game for the Giants? The next game, I believe, is in New England. Okay, all right. And, uh, it's interesting because I ran into a guy who's from um, uh, New York. Now he didn't strike me as a football fan, and um, but a but a but a. Um, but a uh, baseball fan. He was telling me like the same way, and he relocated to watch to this area uh, in, uh, about a year ago. He and his wife and the and the kids. And he was telling me that oddly enough, he's from the Bronx. That there's a lot of um, Patriot fans, like Boston sports fans, in New York. The same way there's a lot of Cowboys fans in um, in Washington. It's weird. yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, this coming Sunday, the Giants and 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 Patriots. Um, by the way. Giants can get another win there um, because, you know, uh, look, Sam Howe, Mac Jones, eh, eh, same guy, same guy, same guy. And so, and so anyway, we'll see how that all works out. So coming up next on the Federal Football Report, we've got uh, fake news or not. Of course, when we have Rodney on, it's got to be um, a bonus edition of fake news or not. Absolutely, well, both Kevin absolutely. and Rodney uh, will tell us whether the, the uh, statements coming um, uh, from Washington is fake news or it's not. So stay close to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Hey, Kevin Stanfield here with you with today's movie review. We have a treat for you today. We're going to talk about Trolls Band Together, the third installment of the fantastic Trolls franchise. Now, you know the whole cast of characters lending their vocal talents to this fabulous Good Time movie. People like Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, uh, David Diggs, Kanal Nayar, that's Raj from Big Bang Theory, Keenan Thompson, Amy Schumer from Saturday Night Live. You know, <laughs> this was actually a pretty good movie. It was very entertaining. So many references for the adults. Like, there was a lot of references about the, the early stylings of Justin Timberlake, him having frosted tips and braided hair, so on and so forth. And it was a homage to the band boy era. But you know what? Enough about me. I liked it as an adult. But this is who the movie was actually made for. Hello, everyone. 
everyone. My name is Blair, and today we will be talking about the Cho's movie band together. Blanche, get up there. Go sing with your brothers. I'll do it to save Floyd when I have to, but I'm not doing it right now just for funsies. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're probably right. No, 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 no. You're the one who... Wait, what'd you say? No, you're afraid that singing with your brothers again after all these years will overwhelm you with emotions too powerful for you to handle. I, I agree with you. I don't think you can handle it, so I think you shouldn't do it. I think I can handle singing a song. Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! Prove it. All right, fine. I really liked it. I liked the way... Well... Every part. The singing was really good. I really like the dancing. The movie was about um, having a perfect harmony. Branch's brothers were singers, and one of them um, was locked up in a diamond, and they had to do a perfect harmony. Poppy didn't know that she had a sister, and then all of them came together. They had a big adventure. They they really liked it. It was just fun. The best part of the whole movie was they tried to get the bad guy, and they did it, and they um had a concert. So there you have it, everybody, from the mouth of babes, trolls. Band together, a lot of fun for everybody. Kevin Stanfield here for the Federal Football Report. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. Kevin Stanfield, Rodney Henderson, uh, our Giants embedded reporter. Uh, joining us on today's show, uh, discussing the commander's loss to the Giants this past Sunday. One that I I'm just at a loss <laughs> loss of words uh, from. You know what's you know what's funny too um, is and again I love the local news. I love I mean and, and I don't I mean I, I I guess I guess I prefer Channel Five, but we have friends like Leon Harris on Channel Four, right? right, um, right. Like Annie U on Channel Nine. You know when I say friends, I mean these people that we know. You know right. and you know. Uh, um, uh, Aileen Whalen on on seven. I mean, there's people that 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 we know, and so you know, so I don't really choose between between any of them. I had to choose it's five, but it's so funny to turn it on and you know, can I get up early in the morning? I do early morning radio, and I'm watching some of the news anchors say, "Oh, another disappointing loss for the Commanders." <laughs> when will our team get it together? And it's just like now it's just like they've got this just mediocre team vibe where the city anchors who don't even really care one way. I mean they. They care because they're supposed to because they're the news anchors for the city, but they don't care whether they win or lose. It's like I want to see I want to see I want a news anchor who's going to report the news. And when it gets to sports, I want tears in in their eyes <laughs> because they're so upset that the team that this team has lost where they can't like I want a Jim Vance figure where you, he cared about the Burgundy. Right. Right, right. I don't know if the, I don't even know if the sports anchors on some of these station cares about the Burgundy. And go. <laughs> Bring back Dave Johnson on Channel 4. How come Dave Johnson isn't doing news I mean, sports anymore with Channel 4? I mean, I know he's not at T.O.P anymore but good good lord can we bring back people who care 
Uh, look, Dave, Dave or George Wallace, Wallace anybody. George yeah. Mike, the late George Mike. Look, Channel yeah. 4, NBC 4, and, and like you said, we have plenty of friends, you know, Tony Perkins and... Oh, and, yeah, Tony, Adam, yeah. You know, Adam Tussles is, is a friend of mine. And, You're all great people. I love, great, I love all great. of them. Adam, I forgive Adam, but he's Jumeo a big Labonji, yes, all of yes. them. Adam's a big Eagles fan, so, you know, he, you know, our present company accepted. But I'll say this. Look Allison at, Seymour. Look, everybody, mm-hmm. look at NBC, look at Channel 4. They got five or six weather people <laughs> and no sports reporters. <laughs> so, so their lack of caring comes from the top. <laughs> hey, that is funny. <laughs> they got five weather people, man. Five. They'll, they'll come on and say, uh, a tanker truck explodes on the Beltway, earthquake in Somalia, but let's go to Chuck in the weather. <laughs> yeah, but first, but first, let's go to Chuck in the weather. <laughs> and we love Chuck Bell. We love Chuck. Of all of them, yeah, it's just the time, it's, place, it's funny. The time and place. Okay, yeah. because you know that it feels like it's, it's like rubbing salt in the wound. It's yes. like now you want to pretend like you're devastated. You're not devastated. Were you slamming doors on Sunday afternoon? Well, did you <laughs> refuse to go outside and play with your kids because the Commanders lost to the Giants Sunday afternoon? No, you didn't. Did you refuse to eat dinner last night because the command? No. So stop acting disappointed on television. You don't care. Just say, oh, they lost. Well, yeah. Next story. Stop it with it. Like, you don't, you don't care. Like, you didn't, fake you know, news for real. Yeah, you didn't slam the door. You didn't, like, not talk to your spouse because you were mad at the game. And then your spouse said, it's okay, honey. It's not okay. They lost. They lost. Yeah. Like, that, like, so stop with it. Stop. Stop with that. But we love you dearly. We love everybody. We love everybody. Everybody. We should get Leon Harris back on the show. Well, we Leon should. doesn't care. Leon's a Browns fan. Right, right. He doesn't care. So, all right. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> enough of that. It's time. It's we time care. Fake yeah. news or not. It's time for fake news or not. And we'll do a bonus edition of it where we've got Kevin and Roddy. They'll let me know whether or not uh, uh, these statements are uh, true or not. All right. Um, are, are fake news or not. All right. Here we go. Uh, we'll, well, with Kevin first and Rodney second. Um, and, and Rodney, think of the Giants for this, too. So for the Commanders and Giants fans, the rest of the uh, football season, it's time to just turn on the Hallmark Channel, watch Christmas, <laughs> watching the games. Fake news or not. That's fake news. That's fake news. Uh, it's fake news. I don't know if either you're familiar with one of my favorite films, you know, being a film critic. I like the classics, the ones, the, the ones that are, are, are artistic uh, excellence. And one of my favorite is Undercover Brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Undercover <laughs> Brother is a funny movie. There's a line, movie. There's a line with Neil where he slaps Neil Patrick Harris at the end of the movie and says, there's times for falling apart and there's times for getting funky. This is one of those funky times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's mm-hmm. it going to be, right? So that's what it is for the commanders, players, for the players. The, the, the coaches are just collecting a, pay, a paycheck right now. You can't say players are doing that because, you know, they're just a torn Achilles or ripped ACL away from their future, right? You know, so, uh, you know, every time, anytime an athlete steps on the field, he's got to, he's got to take some pride in what he's doing now. Now, you know, they used to criticize Chase Young and criticize Montez Sweat because they said they claimed they just did their thing. (laughs) You know, they didn't do what the coaches told them to do. 
that might be why they were as good as they were, right? Because right. It they, might be why they found success because they wouldn't, they weren't, they wouldn't do this, right? You know. So yeah, I, I think it's fake news. I think that they, they, these guys got enough pride where they're going to like, you know, give their all, even if they're put in a bad place. At some point, there's going to be a revolution. You know, we haven't had that dreaded players only meeting yet, and that's the problem. They should have had one of those like a week four. You know, <laughs> when Jonathan Allen, you know, gives up and cusses out everybody, right? Instead mm-hmm. of doing it outside the locker room where none of the players could hear, right? Well, Do it in the locker room. Say he was tired of this? Didn't he say he was tired of the yeah, same thing? Yeah, he was tired. He's tired of it. So how he, come he, he told he, the media, but he didn't tell the rest of the team? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Listen. So, Rodney, when it comes to the commanders, so Kevin says fake news for the commanders, but when it comes to the Giants, Rodney, is it time to watch Hallmark Channel movies for the rest of the year, or, you, or is it, or can you still watch the rest of the games this season? Uh, no, that's news. We watching Hallmark, we, and, and and the question is, and I, I got I pose this question: Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Home Alone? Yeah, one hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, absolutely. Okay. okay. Now before now before we get on, go on to statement number two. You mentioned Home Alone as a Christmas movie. I do have a question. Um, and, and again, we'll start with Kevin. We'll go with Rodney. I I like Elf. I feel like it's overrated. Some people are saying it's one of the best Christmas movies of all time. I don't think it's that good. I think it's good and it's funny. Best of all time? Eh, overrated. Overrated. That, that's what people... I haven't even seen it, but <laughs> you, you get that. You get, Then it made two of them, right? And no, it's two there's of only them? one L. Oh, one. okay. That's what... Uh, Will Ferrell. What's his name? Yeah, Will mm-hmm. Ferrell. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'll go a step further. I, know, I will not only say that Elf is overrated. I'll say Will Ferrell is overrated. I, oh, wow. I, I don't see it. I, okay. I just don't see it. I, don't I like Will it. Ferrell, but I do think Elf is overrated. The Elf is thing, overrated. The best thing I've ever seen Will Ferrell do was that little man. clip in uh, uh, at the end of the Lego movie when there were real people and, and you know his son, he was building the thing in the garage and or the basement mm-hmm. and, and, and his son was wanted to play Legos. He was doing it as a demonstration of architecture, right? For, for some sales pitch, and his son just wanted to play a uh, Lego, and and that was the best thing. Other than that, a close second now would be Step Brothers. <laughs> okay. Know? Now, did you watch Kicking and Screaming? Oh, just, seven. I just couldn't. I, I did just, you see the interaction at the end with Mike Dicka, where he was the head coach? Mike Dicka was his assistant. I, you know, coach. that was one of the clips I saw that made me want to watch it. But that was I one could, of the best clips ever, right? Where right, he says, but, he yeah. says, you know, he says he's yelling at Mike Dicka. He says, you know, he says you're the assistant coach. And that means you back me up when I need you to, and you get me a juice box when I'm thirsty. And Mike Dick's like, who do you think you're talking to? He says, I'm talking to the juice box guy. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. That's funny, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I saw that clip, and then I started watching the movie, and I couldn't make it back to that clip. I just couldn't. That's just me. So, yeah, that answers your elf question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talking to the juice box guy. All right. Uh, okay. So let's move on from the movies. Oh, but Roddy, yeah, watch Elf. And just let me know if you I, – I, I, you know – I don't know if we, maybe maybe closer to Christmas we'll do a top five Christmas movies. So and we'll have Rodney on, obviously, of course, to do that. Okay, here we go. Fake news or not? Um, and uh, <laughs> statement number two for Thanksgiving. Honestly, whole chicken over whole turkey. Fake news or not, Kevin? Oh, absolutely fake news. Fake oh, news. okay, you're a turkey you know, guy. We, we're not only a turkey guy. I'm a connoisseur, as it would say. Turkey um, <laughs> you know, uh, quick, quick Christmas story. You know, my parents, when they were alive, lived in North Carolina. And so, you know, we'd make a trek every, you know, every other year we rotate, we'd go down there and, and it's, I mean, this serious country, old timey 
thing where everybody would stop by, you know, just, you know, everybody who lived on the road would stop by that house on the way to their house and you go to their house. Everybody would go to everybody's houses, right? Mm -hmm. So dinner was scheduled for like four o'clock. So my wife is there, I mean, we're newlyweds. Um, and so we're talking, everybody having a good time. So about, about one o'clock, my mother uh, tells my wife, you know, it seems like we should have smelled the turkey cooking by now. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting in the living room, they're looking at each other, they go in and, well, I thought you turned the oven on. <laughs> so, so the turkey's been in the oven for a while. Like no, one hours, on. no one turned the oven on. So they, they came up with this scheme. They turned the oven up to like 550 <laughs> <laughs> and based the turkey every, every 15 minutes. They based it to. worked yeah. on it. You know, let me tell you, no exaggeration. It was some of the best turkey I've ever mm, had. Mm, mm, <laughs> Emergency mm, turkey. I don't know how they pulled it off. <laughs> best turkey I ever had. They said, don't try this at home. No, no, <laughs> you know? please don't. But yeah, but yeah, absolutely. It's got to be turkey, man. Too many memories, too much stuff attached to the turkey. And if you do it right, like I'm a turkey fryer, and I, my daughters have told me don't even think about doing turkey another way except for frying it right. So wow, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the demands have been placed. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. Because you know, I think I think either either last year or two years ago, you did talk about using a deep fryer yes. outside when you're frying the turkey. Right, 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 right. And that's what okay. we do now. Yes, absolutely, All absolutely. Right. Rodney, fake news or not, chicken over turkey for Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, that's fake news. It, just like Kevin said about uh, Jack Del Rio, it's the cook. You got to have the ingredients. You got to have the love. You got to have the preparation. You got to mm-hmm. marinate your turkey. You got to want that thing to be good. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So whatever you put into it, it's going to come out. You got to take your time, but you got to watch it. Yeah. You know how we get distracted, maybe on the phone or whatever, but watch the turkey or spray on it. Like he said, he gave you a good example, basing the, uh, the turkey every 15 minutes. So you got to watch it, you know. But I know you can't go wrong with oven bags on hmm. the turkey nowadays. Okay. And I wish they had it back in the day. I know we kind of <laughs> had it before, but the oven bags, oven bags for turkeys, mm-hmm. uh, you can't go wrong with that. See that thing nice and right. Have some butter and some garlic, some bays, and, and, and rubbing all the inside. And oh, you're making me hungry now. And then I only ah. when you finish with the turkey, you make a turkey salad. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going but, to. But, and, and, and I'll give you another option, uh, Clyde. And if, you, if you're really tired of turkey, and I know we eat ch- chicken all, all the time, so you can get the turkey wings now. Because the turkey wings was uh, higher than. Uh, uh, gas. Yeah, yeah. You know, they find out what people like, and then it's, and then it's the man, like for undergrad right. brother. It's the man comes up with the plot. Mm-hmm. He's gonna squeeze everything he can out of you, man. Turkey wings and and, and chicken wings should be the cheapest thing you can buy at the store. Now the turkey wings. Yeah, just like now, 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 now it's the it's the uh, it's the uh, food of the highfalutin. It was like, welcome to my palace where we have uh, chicken wings. wings. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fight the power. Delicacy. All right. Final question for fake news or not, and of course it's a Thanksgiving edition of uh, fake news or not. Um, uh, uh, not only is green bean casserole not a Thanksgiving dish, it's not a dish. Like, what is that? Fake news or not? It's, it's, that's news, man. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't, like they came I'm up. T- I had a coworker put something on the outside of the can, and, and you, that's what they came up. <laughs> I had a coworker who said who who, who was shocked. And number one, and I, no, we we like to keep it real on the show. I mean, white lady, 
And she was shocked to find out that green bean casserole isn't really a thing at Black Thanksgiving. And she was shocked to find out that macaroni and cheese is a thing at Black Thanksgiving. It's like, because, see, for Black Thanksgiving, we don't do craft macaroni. We don't do the mac- macaroni and cheese isn't what you're used to. Right, like, right. it's a whole different thing for Black Thanksgiving. Like, macaroni and cheese is the foundation of Black Thanksgiving. And so y- y- you don't even understand what we're talking about. Now, this is green bean casserole. She says, well, I'm going to make you some. I'll bring it into work. As soon as she opened up the thing, first of all, I don't do a lot of work potlucks. Right, I just don't right, know what right. y'all do in y'all kitchen. Y'all be having cats and dogs. <laughs> like, I just can't. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't do it. I don't do it. And so anyway, she brings, she brings it to work and she opens the, the, the pot and it looks like some kind of soupy, creamy, string beanie. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't eat this. But what I did I said, because because so I work early morning radio on, on Four Station, and that's where she works. Um, uh, what I did was I said I'm going to take some home because I am still doing my intermittent fasting where I don't eat from 8 p.m. until noon. Right. So right I said right. I'm going to take some home. The only reason I took it home was to show Sierra so she can <laughs> understand it is not safe in these streets. It's not safe in these potluck streets. Like you have to be careful with whose food. Yeah, by all means, yeah, watch out. Yeah, I had to show out. her, like, look at what she brought Lord, in the work Lord, to Lord, feed Lord. your Ooh. husband. Ooh. And uh, it's not safe out here. It's not. Ooh. But so, 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 Kevin, you say it's news. Green bean casserole is not a thing. It's not, it's a, not thing. a thing. It's not a thing. All right. No, I want to hear what Rodney says about this one. Oh man. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm on the fence because that's one of the dishes. My wife introduced me to it, and I looked at her like she's great. But when I, when <laughs> now, I, I will say it, this, I, I will say this though, Rodney, uh-huh. I've never seen or tasted a black woman or or man's green bean casserole. I never had, I never tasted or seen it. So it's Man, possible that it's different. It it was different. She had all types of garlic and cheese. That thing was some type of good. Oh so, man! Well, uh, I'm gonna believe. Maybe we have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to volunteer her to uh, make it for y'all. That's what so I was gonna say. Thing. The next time we all get together for uh-huh. a dinner, we've got to get your wife to make that green. Because, because again, I I trust it. I trust. I trust. I trust you. I trust your wife. I want to try it. I I just feel like there's probably something different in the way that the right. two are going to prepare it. I don't know. <laughs> It, 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 it keep coming back to this. It's all in the cook, right? Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to have to watch Jack, Claude eat yeah. this one, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack Del Rio is my coworker who brought in the green uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. who just can't, got the ingredients. She can't make it. Yeah, I don't understand why nobody's eating it. Uh, you know, yeah. like, you know right. he just can't. And understand. I had another coworker. I mean, you know, and this guy just had a bowl. He had two big bowls for the oh, group in casserole. I was like, oh, well, how can you eat that? He was eating it, but I, I do want to try your wife's green bean casserole, uh, uh, Rodney. I do want to try. I do want to try it because I trust it. I trust it. That and she introduced me to the spinach dip. I never had spinach dip. Oh before. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And she yeah, makes yeah. it. She makes it hot with a lot of cheese too. Also, oh, yeah. so it's good. I love okay. the spinach. Yeah. Dip. Now I can deal I love with that. Spinach. Okay, all right. Yeah, Maybe yeah. wrap them green beans from that spinach dip. We could do something, but uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll right. see. We'll see how, how all that. Oh, you know what? How, how about this extra one? Right. Uh, the cran, the the canned cranberry sauce. That's money. Fake news or not? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, oh, a, yes. it's a must have. Okay, yes, it's a must have. Slice it down the side. Yeah. Slice and dice. That's yeah. right. The jelly kind. Now I want the ones with the whole cranberries in it. No, 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 no. In the can, right? you open the can, you yeah, flip yeah, it upside yeah. down, and you lay it on the side, yeah. and then you slice it. 
I know, you know, they used to at one time make that in the can, like like chunky peanut butter, right? You know, that's the stuff that people you figure like you they were lazy when they didn't feel like smashing the peanut butter all the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll just call it chunky, right? Yeah, you know? it's chunky peanut butter. Okay, well, we got consensus on that because oh, yeah, you know my wife absolutely. doesn't like doesn't like that. Now uh, you know, she, you know, she also grew up. I mean, I grew up you know poor too, but she grew up poorer than I was than me, and which was real poor. And so, so did they have a can open? I just don't think they could afford the can to, to get it. So she never, so she never, she never had it until she met me, who okay. was, was just a little level above. And so, okay, uh, all right, we had the can opener. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I feel you. All right. Yeah, we didn't have an automatic. We had the uh, the turn. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to know what you were doing with that. One. <laughs> All right, that's fake news or not, Kevin? There were a couple things you want to get to about the Commanders and Giants game before we take a break, and then we'll preview next week's uh, or oh, this upcoming uh, week for the Commanders, and then we'll also preview uh, with Rodney the Giants game against the Patriots. A couple things you wanted to get when when Sam Howell scrambled, Sam better start sliding because there's people who wants to. A legitimate shot at a quarterback. And Sam, because of poor tackling on the parts of the Giants, they, they don't teach wrapping up anymore when they're tackling. They don't teach, like, you're supposed to wrap them up, wrap them up, pick them up, put them down, right? You know, they don't teach that. They teach you just run into them as hard as you can and let somebody else tackle them. I mean, that's, that's, that's simplifying it, but that's the way they do. And that's what the Giants players were doing. They were throwing the bodies at Sam. And Sam actually crossed the plane. If you look at the replay, the uh, I'm not sure if it's the line. I believe it is the line judge. He was standing at the top of the screen. He signaled touchdown. But everybody kept going. So apparently he didn't blow the whistle, didn't blow it loud enough. And so Sam kept trying to go, and the Giants kept trying to hit him. Right. And then mm-hmm. once they knocked him out of bounds, then it was a, 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 a brouhaha, a melee. I know that... Uh, uh, the kid that I can't remember his name, number four, Curtis Samuel, got ejected, and there was there was there was a, a brawl on the sideline because, as I told Rodney, I believe fully believe it's because the officials didn't take control of the game. They saw that the players were still playing and playing hard. They should have come in, blown the whistle, thrown their body in there, and done something. But they just let it go, and because of that, two guys got ejected, and somebody could have gotten seriously hurt. So I, I I totally blame the officials for that. Totally, totally blame them. Well, Kevin, okay. it's funny you say that. Um, uh, I was surprised because it was no no flags into that into that play. It was no flags into the game into that play. I was like, I ain't never seen this ever before. I right, was like, right. it was it was not. Don't get me wrong. It was a back and forth game, but it's like neither teams wanted to win their game. They were trying <laughs> to give it give it away. But also, I guess. I guess that stems from all the other bad calls from the past previous two, two games in the past that, that, you know, we got, you know, the pass interference, they didn't call it. And the same thing with, uh, with uh, us on the other play um, against in New York, it was a, a bad call too. So I guess they got on the referees. You better not call nothing unless it's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Cause they didn't call anything. You're absolutely right. No penalties. Even the guys calling the game and, I messed up and turned the sound on, and I heard, I like Jonathan Vilma calling the game. That's, yeah, that's he really, does a good job. He does yep. a good job. I was you know, for the five minutes I listened to him. I was very impressed. It was, <laughs> right. He told he told truth. He didn't mm-hmm. tell what. A lot of times these guys, which is which is why I, I am hesitant to listen to them. You look at the play; it's blatant pass interference, and they'll say something like, uh, 
Well, yeah, they're not going to call that one in this situation because it's third and six. So something's ridiculous, right? You know, when you're looking at it, right? But right. Uh, Vilma, Vilma was very down to earth, very straight. He claimed what you know he he gave the benefit of his experience, and he 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 was like educating people. He didn't, he didn't treat the listener like they were dumb. He just right. explained what the listener was, what the viewer mm-hmm. rather was mm-hmm. uh was, was seeing. So I might have to turn the volume up the next time he's on the, he's on the call. You know, the rest of them, yeah. <laughs> you can keep them. All right. The rest of them, you can keep them. Well, who's doing? They're doing. Uh, the commanders are the middle game on Sunday, so I'm assuming four o'clock. Uh, yeah, they're the four o'clock game. So the Lions might be CBS, huh? It's probably CBS because the Lions would be the first game, and then the Cowboys being the second game would be the CBS game. The last game, the Sunday night game, would be whoever that is. I don't. I don't so that's Romo, that. right? Yeah, yeah, Romo be the CBS game. Yeah, Romo. Right. Yes, okay. yeah. Well, you know what? Traditionally, I, I feel... Uh, no, yeah, I guess the, the traditionally the 12th game has been... Uh, the 12th, game has been Fox. Let me see. Uh, you guys feel some time. I'm going to see what's... I'm going to see who's going. <laughs> so, Rodney, one thing... Other thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, your coach, uh, Debo, Debo, whatever you call his name. I heard something on the radio the other day that said that no giant coach in the past... What was it? Eight years has lasted more than two years. Since uh, since right. Fossil, yeah. Think ever since Fossil, what's yep. what's the deal with the upper management there? Is it is it like are they picking the wrong guys or they're not getting the support? What's going so, on? The the word is around that they're uh, similar to Snyder. Always uh-huh. got their hand in everything, and I think um, Joe Snyder and um, uh, Brian Dable they wanted to draft and not give Daniel Jones the money. Right, and he wanted to give it to Saquon actually, but Saquon turned down his deal, so that's another another question. But clearly, they can evaluate talent. But if the owner saying you're gonna pay that guy, and and not to, if the owner say you're gonna pay this guy, and that's who I want uh, facing my franchise, what, what else can you do? You know, but if you're gonna let somebody uh, like the word uh, Bill Parcells said, hey, you you want me to make the meal? Let me go shop for the groceries. <laughs> that's right. So, that's right. And, and don't let Dal Rio cook. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a CBS game. It is. It is a CBS all right, all right. game. Yeah, it is. All right, all right. good. It's a federal board report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanfield, Rodney Henderson joining us. I'm Claude Jennings. We'll be back to close thing out. Things out. We're going to preview the Giants and Patriots and the Cowboys and Commanders coming up on the Federal Football Report. Final segment before Thanksgiving on the Federal Football Report uh, on Federal News Network, 1500 AM. Anywhere we get your podcast. Kevin Stanfield, Rodney Henderson joining us. I'm Claude Jennings. And, um, you know, uh, Kevin, um, get, is there one thing that you can look back on this commander season thus far and be thankful for? Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Rodney Henderson, is there anything you can look back on the Giants season and be, and be thankful for? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can. Um, thankful that we know we, we can see that we need to offer help on the offensive line. Uh, thankful that we we know we need might have to address the quarterback position, and I guess ah, uh, thankful we scored a touchdown this season. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, so let's take a look at these games. This preview. And we'll start. We'll start with the Giants. We'll start with Giants and Patriots. Uh, Rodney, keys to victory. What do you see? Uh, keys to victory is, uh, I guess, uh, this Danny for the hold on the ball, and maybe next time, 
he uh, throw a touchdown. This may be the same philosophy. Don't change it up. If it's a, a, women, a winning formula, maybe you just stick to the game plan. Hold on the ball too long, but wait for the next play and let it go. So That's unique. That's unique. That's, right, that's, right. that's his instruction. That, <laughs> here's what we need you to do. We need you to hold on to the ball too long. Right. Except right. for those times you throw touchdown passes. And he said, okay, I can do that. <laughs> That's right. You're not asking a whole lot of the young man. You know, mm-hmm. that might be a winning formula. That might Touchdown be- or sack. <laughs> he said, I don't believe they in shape. We're going to make them run again. Make them run again. And they're going to get open. <laughs> That's right. Get open. Get open. And look, and I saw him getting in somebody's face. I forget. Uh, uh, was it, it, it was a false start or something, and I saw Davido getting into his his, uh, his uh, teammate's face. You know, telling yeah, him, man. "Hey, come on, man!" And that was I was impressed. He's I was a impressed. Going on out here, the, the, yeah, really. He said, "Look, man, you're making me look bad, and that's hard." we <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man! At least he had two chains on. I knew he was styling the profile. Yeah, and yeah, I he, hey, man, there look, he was, he's living the life. He was living the life. I ain't mad at him. I ain't me, mad me at too. Him, undrafted, yeah. undrafted, uh, free agent from Syracuse, man. I'll be happy too, man. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, really. just, as long as he don't turn the ball over and we score points, that's it, man. Because it's like New England has a tough defense, and we we got to see what, what, how it's gonna play out. But I know Saquon has to have a big day. Run the ball because it seemed like against the Commanders we didn't do nothing to the second half. But yeah, run the ball, yeah, not so, turn the ball over. And I um, forgot, I forgot Saquon was on the team until <laughs> right. Wait a minute, right? Right. He's pretty good at this running thing. Let's, let's mm-hmm. run uh, the best player on your team. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. How, about, how about that? Let's get the best player on our team the ball. Right. Sounds like something the commanders should think about doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Kevin, your keys to victory for the commanders against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. They have to act like the Cowboys broke in their house and, and stole their PlayStation 5 or something. They got to <laughs> they gotta, they gotta act like they gotta act like the cowboys are their neighbors and dumped all their stuff into their recycling bin. They they gotta <laughs> they gotta act like the that the cowboys stole the last turkey. Like they were Thanksgiving, they stole the last turkey and left them with a, a, a four pound uh, Cornish hen or something, right? They gotta do something <laughs> to make this more than a football game. They gotta make this thing personal, not to the point of playing dirty or anything like that. They can't stoop that low. But they, they they can't you know obviously the football thing is is a little bit too much for them right now so they gotta take this thing personally man they gotta they gotta come home they gotta act like they came home and found found some uh, cowboy boots in their closet or something right right <laughs> they gotta right. do desperate times call for desperate measures this is this is one of those funky times <laughs> so what's it gonna be <laughs> what is it gonna be so Clyde Jenkins. Uh, again, I was talking to him. He yeah, thinks yeah. that the commanders are going to win this game. He has no confidence at all in Dallas winning this game because they've won the last few games. <laughs> and it seems a bit, yeah. So, I, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Well, you do know the legend of Sam Howell started against the Cowboys last year, right? You know right. Sam- that final game of the year. Yeah. Where, yeah. from what I understand, Clyde Jenkins, you know, my cousin, uh, picked up young Manny and took him to the game. Yeah, and traumatized Manny forever. Where the first time he watched the Cowboys live was at an end of the season, useless game where they lost to the Commanders and Sam Howe was the quarterback. So there's a lot of demons that need to be exercised on oh, Thanksgiving. Okay. All right, this should be that'll be an interesting one for sure. I, I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'll, I'll be watching it right as you know as. I don't know. I've never seen an NFL coach get fired mid-game uh, before, right? There was one NFL coach got fired. The, the, the 
the what what do they call that game, Rodney, where Joe Pasasek uh, handed off uh, the Miracle in the Meadowlands when they were playing the Eagles. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was oh, the last man? play. Was yeah, it her? Yeah, 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 her, her, her picked up the yeah. ball and ran for the touchdown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Had, Might be before my time, but yeah. Yes, there was a play where uh, they were <laughs> on like the uh, the Giants had the ball. And they were on like the Eagles five yard line or something with time running out. All they had to do was was kneel kneel down, would have won the game. They called a handoff, and Joe Pasarczyk, Pasarczyk or whatever his name was, was the quarterback. And he fumbled the handoff, and Herbert was picked the ball up and ran ninety five yards for a touchdown. They won the game, mm-hmm. and they fired the the Giants' offensive coach. On the spot, <laughs> right then. You're done. You're fired for not calling the kneel down. They called. Mm-hmm. They fired him right then. I'm not. But well, saying... as Herm Edwards once said, you know, you play the win to yes, win the that's game. That's what we do, right? So <laughs> I'm not saying, uh, uh, uh Mr. Uh, whoever the owner's name is, Paul Allen, Paul Snyder, Paul uh, Harris. Yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. him, right? Harris and Magic and company, right? Man, uh, I'm not saying that you know you might want to follow suit. And and some people have suggested you can't fire Del Rio. Or, but fire Ron because they want to make them suffer just like we're suffering. Don't let them off the hook. <laughs> yeah, they got to finish the rest of the season. They got to make them finish, right? You know, <laughs> don't pay them to do nothing late. for the rest of the year. That's letting them off the hook. Make them stay late and then give yeah. him his review. Tell him, you know, be in. Uh, uh, tell him make the review late in the afternoon, like three three thirty or something, right? <laughs> Send him a just... calendar invite for a meeting at yeah. four fifteen. Yeah. Four fifteen, <laughs> right? Make him stay to the last minute. Yeah. And, it, and it can't be on Zoom or Teams. No. You got to come. You got to yeah, come, come in. You got to come in. Make it yeah. <laughs> And then tell Jack. Tell Jack. No, Jack. You sit. You sit out the side, and, and you'll come in your neck. Right. Just make him sit in the lobby. Right. Make him wait. Correct. Yeah. I want to feel what I'm feeling. Like they're doing hard knocks. Hey, coach uh, wants to see you. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Have a camera. There. Have a camera in the lobby too. Just have a camera in the room. Uh, uh. Jack, what are your feelings right about now? You know, you know what? I would, I would love to see that. Magic Johnson, hey, look, let me tell you something. <laughs> just like uh, just like I got rid of uh, what was the, a point guard who played for them? Uh, he got Noel rid of Nixon. Yeah. Noel Nixon. It's I just like Noel. Nixon. Yeah. You, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Rodney Henderson, Kevin Stanfield, I'm Claude Jennings. We'll catch up after Thanksgiving. Everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and listen, whether there's 52 people in the house or just two in the house, just, man, have a great day and enjoy your time, whether you've got a great big spread or you made some spaghetti. Whatever That's it right. is, man, enjoy your day. Be thankful for what you have and the people in your life, and we'll catch up next week.